to the $100 MBA show, the business podcast that gets straight to it with daily business tactics and strategies every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhome. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's episode is a must-read episode. On our must-read episodes, I share with you a book that I've read that has influenced me as an entrepreneur. I share with you its takeaways and why you should read it too. Today's must-read is Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Dare to Lead is a book that explores how you can find your inner courage to lead a great team. The author of this book, Brene Brown, draws from her own experiences as a leadership coach and shows you how to harness your emotions, quash your fears of failure, and become a daring leader in an increasingly competitive world. I wanted to share this must-read with you today because I know many of you know you have to be a leader as the leader of your company, as the founder, as the CEO. But maybe leadership is not something that you incline to. Maybe you don't have that much experience. Maybe when it comes to leadership, you're not that confident, but you want to see your business win. This book is all about getting over these hurdles. And to understand the impact of your values, your emotions, your interpersonal relationships on the effectiveness of your leadership, as well as learning what skydiving can teach you about leadership skills, why vulnerability leads to innovation, and why bravery and perfectionism don't mix. Can't wait to share with you some of the great golden nuggets, the great takeaways from this book, Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Hello Monday, a new podcast from LinkedIn. More than three quarters of Americans report severe anxiety on Sunday nights. But what if Monday can become something we could look forward to? Hello Monday is a new podcast from LinkedIn's editorial team about work, how to like it, change it, and maybe even how to love it. Join host Jesse Hempel for lessons to help you make the most of your workday and your life outside of it. Find and subscribe to Hello Monday on Apple Podcasts or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. Dare to Lead by Brene Brown is a really good book. If you feel a little shaky when it comes to leadership, and that's pretty much all of us, we all have a little bit of, you know, self-doubt sometimes. And the book starts off by talking about vulnerability. And a lot of us feel like if you're vulnerable, it's a weakness. But Brene says that it's essential for innovation. She presents the question, what makes you feel vulnerable? Vulnerability is the first date after a difficult divorce, starting to run your first business or how you feel when you get laid off from work. Vulnerability is a universal human emotion that we all feel when we expose ourselves to others during times of risk or uncertainty. Despite being such a common feeling, there are some damaging myths around being vulnerable. A lot of people equate it to being weak. Experiences that make you feel vulnerable, like losing a job or putting yourself out there emotionally, can bring you feelings of anxiety and uncertainty and the desire for self-protection. But if you look at the data, there is no data that proves that vulnerability equals weakness. In fact, the opposite is true. Acts of courage are impossible without first putting yourself out there and being vulnerable, giving something a shot. I'll give you a good example. I was in a meeting with my team of developers a few weeks ago, and we were trying to solve a problem that we had. We're working on a project, an innovation project in our software, and I didn't have an answer to this problem. I had to go to the meeting and just say, I don't know. I don't know how to solve this problem. 
I don't have the answers. I'm vulnerable here. And that was the only way we're really going to actually improve as a company instead of me just faking it and be like, hey, there's no problem. It's perfectly fine how it is. Sometimes it's just important for you to recognize there's a problem, even if you don't have a solution. As leaders, sometimes we want to come up with solutions for everything. So I presented the problem. I said, hey, team, we have this problem, this challenge that we have coming up ahead of us when we're trying to you know, build this part of the software. How are we going to solve this? What are some ideas? I don't have the answer. I'm looking to you. And this is where innovation happens. This is where you break through these problems. This is where you actually make a change. You make a discovery where people discuss and toss ideas. Some are great ideas. Some are not so great ideas. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that you're looking for answers outside yourself and you're admitting to your team, hey, I don't have all the answers. And luckily, we are able to come up with a great action plan to solve that challenge. And it would never happen if I didn't just admit the fact that I don't have a solution and this is actually a problem we have to solve. Now, don't get me wrong. When I actually presented this problem, when I said, hey, I don't have any answers, it didn't feel great. It almost felt like, man, am I shifting my responsibility to them? And I had a bit of fear, like, what if they don't have the answer? We're going to be in trouble. And am I just putting myself in this position for no reason, you know, feeling vulnerable? But I realized, hey, I don't have a choice here. I can't bury my head in the sand and say, hey, this is not a challenge we don't have. We do have this challenge. So sometimes you just got to put yourself out there and be a bit vulnerable to innovate in your business. You got to hush those whispers of doubt, those whispers of what are you going to look like? What are you going to be seen as in front of your peers, in front of your you know employees? We live in this world where we put our best life, our best version of ourselves on social media. We don't want to show the struggles or the difficulties or the problems because it would look like a loser or something like that. But when it comes to business, you have to put yourself out there. You got to admit problems and you got to be a bit vulnerable if you want to innovate. She has another great chapter in this book about courageous leaders give and solicit honest feedback. Sometimes the truth hurts, and that's just the honest truth. Brene talks about in her early days when starting her own company, her employees asked if they could sit down and discuss some concerns they had. Stunned, Brene Brown listened as her employees relayed how bad they thought she was at time management and pointed out her habit to set unrealistic deadlines that they often struggled to meet. When I read that, I was so self-conscious because... That's me. I go through that challenge all the time. And it's something I'm working on constantly, uh, keeping our meetings uh, within time, not going over time, being respectful of my team's uh, own time so they can get to work, as well as the deadlines. I mean, every cycle we have for our sprints, our projects with Webinar Ninja, I'm reminded by my lead dev and some of our teammates, hey, you know, we can't go pedal to the metal constantly month after month. We got to have a few breaks or a few times just to regroup, to uh, modify things, to improve things, to fix bugs, or just be at a steady pace instead of just constantly running 100 miles per hour. Because I want to go, go, go. I'm being impatient. I want the product to be amazing tomorrow. In fact, today. But that's not practical. You have to make sure that you're respectful of your employees. And I wouldn't know that if my employees didn't feel comfortable enough to give me feedback, to say, hey, this is my feedback to you. This is where I think we can improve. And it's got to come from you because you're the leader. Although sometimes that criticism hurts because it makes you feel like you're not serving them. You're not doing a good job or a perfect job. It allows you to improve and allows you to run a better team. I'm so glad that I got that feedback and I endured that little kind of uh, initial uh, sting. But then I was like, okay, let's give this a shot. Let's plan this accordingly. And it's helped us tremendously. 
So as a leader, you got to be open to feedback, honest feedback from your team so you can improve. They got to hold you accountable, just like you hold them accountable. Another powerful, powerful chapter in this book is about learning how to fail and how it helps us to be brave. She says in the book, believe it or not, business leaders could learn a lot from skydivers. Before aspiring skydivers were allowed to hit the skies, they spent numerous training sessions learning how to hit the ground safely by simply jumping off ladders. The lesson here for us, if you're going to be brave, then it's best to prepare yourself for a bumpy landing. In other words, you need to learn how to be resilient. Things are not going to go perfect. Things are going to be hard. They're going to be challenging. I've been building businesses for 17 years, and I got to tell you, it's not like the challenges stop. They just get more and more challenging. And what happens is you just become more brave. You just start to realize, hey, things will happen. Things will hurt. I just got to be able to be prepared for it. I need to train for it. I got to be ready for it. You got to expect challenges to happen because when it happens, you're like, okay, this is par for the course. This is what's supposed to happen. And I just got to be resilient. I got to work my way around it. I got to work my way through it. I always say to new entrepreneurs that failure is a rite of passage. You have to fail. You have to get things wrong. You got to do things wrong so you know the right things to do. It's very hard to build any kind of significant business without any of these challenges, without any of these failures. People that don't fail are people that don't actually try things or do things. They play it safe. I'm sure you heard about the metaphor about babies learning how to walk. You know, when a baby learns how to walk, they don't just get up one day and start walking perfectly across the room. They fall over and over and over and over until they start to fall a little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less, but they endure a lot of failure before they actually are able to walk. And then that's just the beginning. They got to learn how to run. They got to learn how to jump. They got to learn how to skip, all that kind of stuff. By failing, you learn to be brave. Another powerful chapter is about perfectionism and how it holds us back from self-improvement and true courage. When you're trying to be perfect, when you're trying to be a perfectionist, you stop yourself from trying new things because you don't want to fail. You don't want to mess up. You want to keep things perfect. It's a form of self-protection. But to become a daring leader, you must get rid of perfectionism. To do this, he starts busting some myths about this damaging phenomenon. Perhaps the most damaging myth of all is that perfectionism is about self-improvement and striving for excellence. But in fact, perfectionism is really just about getting approval from people. Most perfectionists are raised in environments that praise exceptional performance. So they would get straight A's and they would get praised for it. And it becomes a cycle. As a result, perfectionism and perfectionists develop a damaging belief that follows them all their life. They believe that things have to be perfect in order for them to be significant, to be important. This locks a perfectionist into an exhausting behavioral pattern of trying to please people, about perfecting their efforts, about performing for others and proving to themselves that they're perfect, instead of really trying to improve and develop themselves. You got to shrug that all off if you want to be a daring leader. You got to be willing to make mistakes. You have to be willing to not be perfect to get things done. Perfectionism is, I think, the kryptonite of productivity. I mentioned this before, but my fellow entrepreneur and buddy, Mario Brown, says, take massive, imperfect action. Sometimes you just got to do it, as Nike says, even if it's not perfect, just to get the ball rolling, just to get things done. Perfectionism is going to kill you in the long run. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Calm. As entrepreneurs, things get stressful. That's just part of the job. We solve problems for a living, and the stress of those problems sometimes can seep in. Whether you're trying to meet deadlines or manage your team or deal with a disgruntled customer, 
We're going to get stressed out. I can tell you firsthand, I get stressed out all the time. But our job is to manage the stress. It's a part of our life, and we need to make sure that we have it under control. That's why we're so happy to be partnering with Calm, the number one app to help you reduce anxiety and stress and help you sleep better. In fact, I've done the seven days of sleep program on the Calm app, and I feel like I'm sleeping a whole lot deeper and waking up rested. I also completed the seven days of managing stress. Small sessions to learn how to be conscious of your stress and have a handle on it immediately. More than 40 million people around the world have downloaded this app. 40 million. And if you head to calm.com slash MBA, you'll get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes guided meditations like the ones I just mentioned, as well as ones that will help you reduce your anxiety, increase your focus, and relax you when you need it most. I also love the sleep stories. I listened to the sleep story by Matthew McConaughey. They're like bedtime stories for adults. They're designed to help you relax and allow you to kind of just escape for a moment and drift away into sleep. There's also soothing music and a whole lot more. I spoke to so many friends and entrepreneurs who struggle with their sleep, who struggle with stress, who struggle with anxiety. And the first thing I tell them now is, have you tried the Calm app? It's such a fantastic personal investment. Right now, listeners of our show can get 25% off the Calm Premium subscription at calm.com slash MBA. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash MBA. Get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today at calm.com slash MBA. Get calm and stop stressing. To wrap up today's must-read episode, Dare to Lead by Brene Brown, she really highlights in this book why we need to open ourselves up to vulnerability and open ourselves up to being courageous and creative in the process, and that perfectionism is not going to lead us down the right path. It's not going to allow us to fail, and therefore, we're not going to learn how to be brave. I highly recommend you pick up this book. Uh, Brene Brown is a great author. It's a well, well-written book. And it's one of those books that doesn't speak at you. It's actually including her own experiences to make you feel like, hey, she's not perfect. I'm not perfect. We can improve. That wraps up today's lesson. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe on whatever you use to listen to podcasts, whether it's Stitcher Radio, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, CastBox, we're on it all. By hitting subscribe, you get the next episode automatically on your device so it's ready for you when you're ready to listen. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. Some people think that the more successful you get as an entrepreneur, the bigger your ego. That may be the case for some entrepreneurs, but I believe the really successful ones, the ones that really make a difference in this world, learn to control their ego. Learn to understand they don't have all the answers, that they need to be vulnerable, that they need to ask for help. They need to ask upon their team hey, I need you to help me with this challenge. Let's do it together. That's when you innovate. That's when you change. That's when you do something bigger than yourself. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.